0: Diego Boys. With the Power Boys. Boys. Oh! What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up?
1: Daily yeah, Savings Edition.
0: And that is why this episode is going to go two hours because if you rewind it one hour back, we have to catch up for lost time permanently. So we'll have to see how that turns out. Which I guess they, you know what? I actually had a completely different frame of mind for what we were going to do. Let's talk about Galactic Standard Time. It just, it makes no sense. It's nonsense. It's it sense. nonsense. Nonsense. Because it's like an interstellar, he comes back and his daughter is a grandmother who's on her deathbed. And yet. Time is all the same on Coruscant, on, um, I want to say Narkina 5, but. Narkina, yeah, just... sure. Narkina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Narkina 5, I think that's also what I'd say as well. Um, yes, uh, I mean, it's, it's basic time in more ways than one. Is it, uh, yeah, it's, well, the language is basic. I guess it's imperial time, standard time. This is not how I was envisioning this conversation. Going.
1: I had nothing. So.
0: Oh, really? Are you serious?
1: I mean, I guess other than hollering at you for making this six minutes later than it needed to be. But.
0: OK. Well, I I thought that we have to talk to somebody at Disney because this feels like a I'm this episode. This episode is titled as an attack on yep, us. Yep. That yep. in the episode we're covering is nobody's listening mm-hmm. and boy do I, do I get triggered by that looking at our downloads this week because um, no nobody is listening
1: nobody's listening no yeah um, and,
0: that's, and that's the thing too I um, I don't know what movie it was in but do people that are popular podcasters such as us Mm-hmm. or theoretically people that have a podcast nobody listens to, which also could be us hypothetical yeah hypothetical do you your like, podcast listenership do you do you think like say for example stuff you should know right mm-hmm. very popular podcast right work mm-hmm. and they would have the same kind of gusto if they had an email that nobody replied to ever and they had let's say nine downloads in the last week mm-hmm do you think that their content would change? Because I like to 100%. think that because we had such big, big fame, mm-hmm. um, because there's one week where we had one month where we had 300 downloads. Mm-hmm. Um, and We used to have like a bunch of listeners all over the world, like in India. <laughs> um, shout out to our India listener from two years ago. Um, would would that get to our heads? And I think the answer would be 100 percent yes.
1: Oh, absolutely not. We're yeah. we're punk. We're punk. We keep it real we uh i mean we've been huge we've been up-and-comers we've been old vets you know we've been everywhere in terms of audience size in terms of our influence it's been cool to look like po boys and then it was uncool to like po boys and then it was ironic to like po boys and then it came back around to be genuine to like po boys we have been all over and throughout we have brought the exact precise same level of Gusto to these proceedings, the same amount, the same amount of of gusto. What is that amount? I would, don't worry about it. They I would never, say, it has never changed.
0: And here, I I will say, I mean, it's a it's not changed, but it's evolved, and it's. You gotta sure. Understand- I mean, did I used
1: to have a notebook and now I don't write anything down ever? Sure.
0: And it's also, if you don't evolve, you die. All right. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Neanderthals out there. Okay. Um, those people that listen to those other stars podcasts, but aren't not ours, and the actual Neanderthals. Shout out okay. to Animal Man. Shout out to Animal Man. Who um, I
1: believe has a story arc called "Evolve or Die" by Jeff Lemire.
0: Yeah, and it's it's one of those things of if somebody pods in the forest. And they have no listeners, did they actually pod? We, we'll never know.'ll we'll, we'll never we'll, not, we'll yeah. never get their content, because that's 100 percent what that quote says.
1: Yeah, and I mean, yes, sometimes do I wonder, have I met a lot of new people and new friends over the last year, and when they find out about my podcast and they ask what my podcast is called, do I say no?" And does that maybe sway our numbers one way or the other? I don't know
0: and I'm not willing to find out. I don't want to and I'm and I'm not going to give out our theme for next year. Um, oh buddy, our-
1: I'm more determined <laughs> that that is the theme than ever. I do have like I have like whole like ideas and the whole vibe I, I yeah, yeah. Can't wait.
0: But um you know, our theme this year is hearts to the wind. We're emotionally available. Emotionally available. And I I don't know if if this was one that we discussed or if this was one that we talked about because we've been potting for two years. Um No new friends. That that's the theme. Just no new friends, and just like like just set like a auto reply to our email. Like why are you emailing? We we don't want you to email. Mm. Uh, if you email us again, I'm going to report it as spam and get your account deactivated. Um, <laughs> Because that's that's these are the kind of dark alleys of my mind that triggered me when I read the title. Nobody's listening. Um, Nobody's
1: listening. Exclamation point!
0: But also notice here's the thing though too. Right? Is in this in in this culture in this environment, people the the terms trigger, but people get upset about a lot of stuff. The title doesn't say nobody cares though, because you can. Care and not listen.
1: Very true. Okay. Very so true.
0: This episode shows people do care. They care a lot, and they care in in different degrees and in different situations. So I just want people to think, oh, nobody's listening to the Po Boys, but does nobody care about the Po Boys? The answer might also be yes to that, but. Uh, that's okay i mean i
1: know my answer personally but i can't speak for the masses
0: i do speak for the masses and i can say the talk on the street is po boys are back baby
1: interesting we've been on some very different streets i think
0: people people are on the streets and they're like let me get one of those po boy stickers and i said come christmas 2023 and they're Maybe. not
1: free anymore because <laughs> we're too popular <laughs>
0: And they're not free. And all the proceeds go to us to pay for all of our debt from Money Man Cody. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, let's just say he made some poor investments at the Sabak table. Mm. Okay. He's a father now, so we can't really drag him all that much. Um, a father of what? Debt. Yeah, now,
1: bankruptcy. <laughs> a, father a father, bankruptcy.
0: A father of modern bankruptcy. Father of modern bankruptcy. Well, so I would say, I mean, there's no Star Wars thing I've done this week. Um, no, but we got a big announcement. We do have a big announcement, and I'm gonna let I'm gonna throw it over to you, Josh, because this announcement has to come from some authority. You don't
1: know what I'm talking about.
0: Absolutely not.
1: Yeah, the they announced a bunch of the acolyte cast today.
0: Ooh, that is that is fun. Yeah, yep,
1: yep, 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 yep. Um, definitely some folks of note. Let me see if I can pull up the actual, like, official Star Wars version of it rather than going through some uh middleman. Here we go. The oh. Accolade original series cast, yeah, some uh, some yeah, flexes I... in there for sure. I believe Amanda Amandola Stenberg, apologies, uh, and and Lee Jung Jae and Manny Jacinto were already announced mm-hmm. at some point. Then, they announced six other folks. The two I'm super familiar with and excited for are Daphne King from Logan and Carrie Ann Moss from Trinity from from The Matrix. Uh, huge for me. Very psyched. Jodie Turner-Smith I'm not as familiar with or Rebecca Henderson. I think Dean Charles Chapman was in 1917 and Charlie Barnett I'm not uh, familiar well, with.
0: Dean Charles Chapman is famous for being Tommen from Game of Thrones. He was in the, he, he, he He was also in 1917. And he, Interesting, because he
1: they do not. They do not credit him to Game of Thrones in the in the press release. Interesting.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And in... um. Let's see. I have not seen Queen Slim. And then I think I think Jodie Turner Smith was in the latest. No. All right. I. Oh, she was in the last ship. Okay, that's that's where I remember her from which is a TNT show that I would not recommend to anybody but unless that you watched all of yeah but we've already we've already discussed um my would
1: that it could would that it could cross over with La Brea
0: <laughs> manifest is back so I'm 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 uh, all in my um they're trying to make it lost but it's not quite lost well Daphne and Kane, Kane she's in um the Golden Compass,
1: his Dark Materials, his Dark come Materials, on.
0: come on, buddy. Um, which I think is on its third season. So she's she's the head of that, she's the star of that. And then Lee Jung Jae is, this is I I did not realize he was in this. Um, and I don't know if we t- I, if we talked about it, I completely forgot. But he's the lead in Squid Games, which is right. really cool. Um, because I also don't know if we see. I mean I assume that he speaks English. Um but I don't know if if I if you see him do that in the Switch games. I don't think you do.
1: Don't know, never watched it. Too yeah. many people recommended it to me. I got over it. I'm too counterculture.
0: Well there's this YouTube video where this I guy recreated Wars. it. But um yeah that's really cool. I mean I this cast I is diverse. Really cool. This cast is um i mean manny jacinto is love that dude he is the highlights very
1: excited for that
0: of a good place and here's Mm -hmm. the crazy thing too is that is a contrasting casting for what you think the show is Because the show is supposed to be kind of i mean it's a a show about a like a mystery Yeah. yeah and it's supposed to be darker and he definitively is not now
1: well in the one performance we're talking about we don't know yes, his range
0: we do we do not know his range and also we don't know you know there's different voices that's that's in star wars so for example camille nanjiani's character in obi-wan has a lot of humor brought brought into his into his performance but there are a lot of dark elements of obi-wan so it's is you know it, it, just to speculate. You know, is he a Jedi? I think so. I would, I would probably um, put some money on that for sure. Um, At least, you know, two three credits. But um, no, I I think this is this is really cool for sure. Yeah, I'm
1: really getting you know, uh, I I optimism. I guess feel like the future of Star Wars really does maybe in like this episode and the issue of the Higher Public comic book that I read. Earlier last this month, or last month, really got me thinking like that. I, I think the, the, the future for Star Wars and the success for Star Wars looks like breaking away from the mythos and not focusing on Skywalkers and stuff, and finding these little pockets where you can be like wide open and tell your own kind of story, like Andor is doing right now, where there's obviously like some constraints, but it really, I mean, this is just, this is, this episode is just its own freaking thing. And, like, some of the High Republic stuff, it's so far away from anything else that it can essentially just, like, become, like, a standalone episode of Star Trek type of thing where it's more, I don't know, a day in the life of a random spot in the galaxy and a random time in the timeline or whatever. So I'm, I'm excited for, like, the end of the High Republic era, having a show set there where there, there are going to be, like, less constraints and not going to have to worry about shoehorning Boba Fett into it or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I imagine most of the speculation for me when this gets closer, because at, at that point we'll probably have read, you know, at least I'll have read like three, four more High Republic books of, oh, what is Stellan Gios going to be in this? Is this person going to be in this? Is this person going to be in this? Um, although I I am a little hesitant, you know, this is, I I put on my disclaimer of like, this is the opinion of a white cis male of she's the villain and amanda amandala senberg she's presumably the acolyte presumably you know it's going to be a grayer character um would be my guess but like you know the end result is she doesn't make it to palpatine she doesn't get immortality she's not in the skywalker saga so some,
1: some big swings here some big, big uh speculation big
0: big, big, big swings but it's just like,
1: really taking a lot as facts
0: there is you know i am a fan of diversity and it's like i this is one of those like complain in any situation so i i i hesitate to say that i'm complaining about this of like can we have the contrast also be a person of color that is also there because you know I don't. I don't know if this is. There'll be a happy resolution to this of maybe the acolyte turns, or you know, a Jedi goes face to face and takes out the acolytes. But oh my God,
1: a lot of assumptions. I don't know that we know for sure it's a Sith acolyte. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, if it's not a Sith acolyte, I. I feel like I... it
1: could be like, oh, actually, a little cleverer this than that. You know. I don't. Know. I, don't... I don't know. No. no a lot no, of assumptions no. here, I... Pete. A lot of assumptions you're making. I
0: would like it to be a Sith acolyte, but it's it's the same thing of like. We and I don't want to like group you in with me, but I'll drag you down for now for this conversation. Of the what is it, seven third sister, um, played by yeah. Moses Ingram, mm-hmm. and you know, such a great character, and you know, did a lot of world building. Um, I won't spoil Obi Wan, you can check out um, our whole series on it, but I would like a redemptive, I would like a character that. Is along along the lines of Boyega, that is just we can we we can just have like a you know protagonist that is not a Skywalker that exists in this world. You know they don't have to have some edge to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's like a you know damned if you do, damned if you don't. So it, it it's the list the cast of characters is really cool. Um, the different. Um, backgrounds of these characters i'm actually it's interesting that you like daphne came from the logan movie because i don't even i i can remember her performance but the um his dark materials is the thing that i distinctly remember for her for and she's she's fine in it she's pretty good i think she's a good actor um I, I i'm excited for her to be in it
1: yeah for sure for
0: sure but let's i mean here's the thing nobody's listening so right <laughs> Let yeah. let's, let's, let's just get into the episode. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Um. This is the best show of all time. Best Star Wars or best show of all time? Who cares? This show
1: rules. This is a, such a good show. I was losing my freaking mind watching this episode. Losing my mind. This episode ended. I chilled I was like goosebumps. I was going insane. I texted everyone I know after i watched this episode
0: you you did say and um i was on a flight when you texted this yeah, about right. how great this show was and i'm like josh we i mean you can go back and listen to some episodes you won't because nobody's listening but at one point josh got so you got so um upset at me talking about episodes that i couldn't even give you an exclamation point on the time run for it Um, So just for you to text that to me, it just shows how much you enjoyed this. I thought it was great. Um, I'm losing my mind. It's one of those things where I wish that this was a one, two episode. Like I would easily take a week off from Andor just so I could get that. Like what the hell happens next? What is, what's the, Well, this, here's, here's something too. And let's let's rewind to the back. This episode of the nine, nine episodes, is episode nine, right? Episode nine. Yeah. Um, of the nine episodes, this is the only one that actually has a conclusion and a teaser and a transition that you're like, let's go. Dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ms. Columbo and I it was the first thing. So it was like, wow, they actually finally figured out how to end an episode. And man, yeah. I
0: mean, just use, like,
1: I just, I can't remember. I, I'm just lo- losing my mind when that ending comes around. And that just... Oh, there's 12 cars. Oh, my God. So good. Like, all the other ending out of nowheres were worth it for that ending. I don't... Man. Oh. And 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 it's I'm, like, forgetting I'm even watching Star Wars at this point. Like, I'm just so engrossed in it. I don't even remember my own name. I don't know who these people are. I don't remember. What's a lightsaber? Who cares? I'm just, like, so invested in the moment in this episode and the tension ratcheting up. Oh, my gosh. They're doing it so well. And now, like... This show has taught us how to watch it. Like it's taught us how it works. It's you know you find a location, rebellion foments, and then an explosion happens. And so like knowing, I don't know. This is the most excited I've been for the eventual explosion. I mean, I oh the heist was great, fantastic, but just like some of the the buildup previously was like I got that it was buildup. The build up didn't necessarily have me on the edge of my seat like the build-up for this arc does. I yeah, mean I loved and... last week's episode
0: and then keeps it going. Well the supporting cast too, and granted, I incredible. I will say this with a grain of salt because I think the supporting cast from this and this is in comparison, this is like Apple's <laughs> cast for the prison heist was good. But like we mm-hmm. joked, right? We Lego Lego Kid, you know. Bad guy, ex stormtrooper. Like, I don't remember any of their names. I know Vel and I know Sinta at this point because they've been in other episodes and rich people yeah. recognize rich people. But um, this ca- I this cast, you like you you the other prisoners on that work table, mm-hmm. like you feel for them. You feel for them. Like there's the foreman who's like probably in his fifties, sixties. Oh keto lawyer. The keto lawyer, um we've got melchi obviously who we know from rogue one ah, yes, and then the we've got melchi. we have we've got the old guy who's like on the brink of death yep um and i can't i can't name those people but just i was so much more emotionally invested in these people because of just the storytelling that was going i mean that stuff with the old guy is just heartbreaking yep. and also just shows you the they provide like that. I think I forget what the scene is. I think it's the scene where Cassian yells, "Nobody's listening!" Yeah, and he also yells, "We're cheaper than droids. That's why we're here." Yeah, um, I think that was in the same conversation. And it's just it's getting that to that crescendo of the dehumanization of a prison labor camp mm-hmm. in a imperialist in a uh, dictatorship and just the rebellion that occurs. Um, so, I mean, I I agree. The episode was it was it was fantastic.
1: What are they building? What, what are think? they? I think they're building tie fighter arms.
0: Oh, interesting. I yeah, think the I... little spokes add up
1: to what connects the wing to the cockpit of a tie fighter
0: um yeah that'd be interesting i'm curious if they build the same thing on all the floors yeah um i mean i i don't uh, the it is one of the coolest facilities that they've shown because the fact that it like all connects there's like a singular the middle structure is where everything's built and then they live on the outskirts i guess or is it Mm -hmm. vice versa i don't know
1: Something like that, and then yeah, and then just like keeping in mind, extrapolating out when they come to this planet last week, you know, Casigan just lands on one of these octagons out of like dozens that we see on that ocean planet, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's one room on one floor in one facility on like, oh man, it's uh, it's brutal.
0: Yeah, and it just it, you really don't know. I mean, when they communicate that like a whole floor got wiped because a guy left his sentence and then got moved and there was a riot i mean you knew that that's something that could happen it's just like a gut punch um
1: well and that's and you know with star wars star wars i definitely think has a history of lots of people dying that it's kind of up to the story around it to provide you, the viewer, the context of what that means, right? So Alderaan explodes, whole planet gone. We don't really know what that planet is. I mean, we have context for it now, but you know, the explosion of Alderaan, Granted, way bigger stakes, I guess. But like Hosnian Prime blowing up before Force Awakens. All these, like, you know, when um, they they wipe out that city at the in in Rise of Skywalker or in Rogue One, where they take out the city or they take off Scarif. Where you get that there's like oh, a bunch of people died, but it's really on the story to to cue you into what that is or what that cause it I don't know. This episode, like obviously terrible, a whole floor of people gets wiped out. The performances again of this supporting cast and of the prisoners who are like finding out this information and grappling and and terrified and like, oh man, it's just so good. It's just so good. This floor of people hits harder than Five plants getting blown up in Force Awakens because we're giving the emotional context for it through these excellent performances.
0: Well, I also remember having this thought of why is Andy Serkis in this small role? Because, you know, he's Snoke, he's, uh, he's Oh, a yeah, big like editor. last
1: week when I said Mr. Colombo said he was going to be in it to really flex and then you made some snide comment about that being a bad take, like a total clown. Um.
0: Yeah, you're probably talking about that. That doesn't sound like me. Yeah, you're probably talking about that. Because I throw the yeah, nuance and that. nuance Yeah, I think you're probably things. talking about that. Uans.
1: Yeah, probably you're talking but, about that.
0: I mean, it's just impactful, right? It's this guy who, he's got his days. He just wants to make sure everybody's safe. Yep. But really, the primary thing is, he's trusted in the system. He's created this thing. He knows that it's fair. That when people leave, they get to go. And then just boom, 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 boom. You know? The old guy... With the stroke, he's dead functionally. And you know, you hear about everything that's happening on other floors, how they got wiped out. And it just, you know, that that ending scene where he's like twelve, no more than twelve at a time. Yep. Just like, oh my gosh. Just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. He's so good. He's so good. He's like he gotta get an Emmy nomination for this. Guess it would be like a guest star. It would be a guest mm star. I mean, award for him or whatever. He got. I bet you he'll get. He better. He freaking better. Literally, I watch no other television. I have context for nothing. So, just ignore me. But man, he's killing it.
0: If he doesn't take it, I'm gonna burn the academy to the ground.
1: Yep. Um, quote that you can quote Pete on that.
0: Yeah. Well, it's also too. It's so. We do, we have Mira, and is this the episode where we get the torture scene, or that was last? Yep. Week.
1: Oh, yeah, where they take another pot shot, uh, shot at us by um, making her listen to our podcast. <laughs> All
0: right. That's, it's not that bad. It's I mean, to that, is, that, that is horrifying. Like that level, that form of, I would have rather them just explained the torture droid for the first time ever, like what the different things the torture droid does. Than the description that, that he Dude, gave. Dude,
1: that was something else, man. Yeah, it was super uncomfortable and upsetting. But it's also just like, wow, that's like uh, very imaginative. You're really mm-hmm. painting a picture there with that, and you know, the the empire like managing to capitalize on executing a bunch of people. Like, mm-hmm. it's not enough that they killed them. On top of killing them, they're gonna use killing them to hurt other people even more. It's just like no limit to how um, how dehumanized the empire can can make you.
0: Well, and also it's not like for him, she's not a she's not a person to him to the, the Doctor Gorst, mm-hmm. right? She's a subject, and she he's completely devoid from reality of what's what's about to occur. Of like, this is an interesting thought experiment. You know, this is. These are the results that we've gotten. Blah, 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 blah. And it speaks to... I mean, this episode really speaks to the um, dehumanization of the Empire. And provides context for so many people going up. Because, I mean, it's really easy to um, explain away, you know, why people go um, into the Rebellion. But it is very clear the deeply screwed up things that are happening that you can believe why it pushed Cassian in the direction that he did.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. And it is wild because like in this episode, Deirdre is so villainous in a way that we have not really seen of her before. Like she is enjoying it and twirling that mustache. And it's, it's, it's wild because, you know, when we first meet her, think she's very much kind of a woman in a man's world at the ISB and you know her superiors do not think very highly of her and it seems like she's got to work very hard to prove herself in her field and you kind of get behind her a little bit and there's like an underdog element to her and then it's also like oh yeah and she I seems like she's also sort of sadist or whatever so i mean look there was a time where it's like if you wanted to Dress up like a female in Star Wars. It was going to be Princess Leia on or you know, Mon Mothma. But now mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's very cool to have a character with that much uh, nuance to her because I mean, again, I, there are times where I was rooting for her, and then now you see this come out, and it's like, oh yeah, well, I mean, you are Imperial. You do work for a shadowy government organization. Yeah, I should have maybe known that you had another side to you.
0: Well, it's also the cool thing too is it's. People are conflicted. They have. They are not consistent. You know, people have mm. bad. We ta- could. We you know say that people have bad takes, but it's they proposed her in different environments because at some part this episode a lot this episode like um, carnage is stalking her. Yes. And grabs her and you know clearly thinks that because he's a male because he um has you know grown up in this heteronormative environment that he can do all of these things. So she has this power this power is corrupting her but she also exists in this like patriarchal society which um she does not have the same like she does not exist in the same space as that you're in and all the other white dude, Like I think she's like one of the only women i in that yeah. in that whole thing. I don't know if it highlights that she's the only one or not. I don't know if that's 100% true, but it's it's uh it's She's just, definitely I,
1: not in the good old boy club. that is a Yeah, there. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But it's it's so interesting because it's like yeah, that clear power creeps and then how where what do you where do you put that of like clearly this guy is inserting himself thinks that you know he's entitled because of these views that he's are clearly shaped by the fact that he's a guy and he thinks that he can do this. Um, which I, I, I like. It's not, I don't know, I wouldn't call it a level of nuance, but I would call it a, a layering of personality, which mm-hmm. I, I find to be, um, interesting this episode.
1: Yeah. And it's sort of the like more character driven. World building of, you know, a lot of times I maybe talk about when I'm reading the Star Wars books, it feels like a little more information than I want. Like, I don't really want to know about like popular music in the Star Wars galaxy or, you know, calf is like right on the brink. Like, people making coffee, I don't really need, I don't need to go that far into Star Wars. That's then it it becomes a little too familiar or whatever. But there's, I think, the other form of, you know, really delving into the world and, and picking up the rocks and looking under them and, and getting nuances, stuff like these interactions with these people that are that are not just um, archetypes, you know, not just like one for one classic archetypes of, you know, hero, right. the rogue, the villain.
0: I think it's and this isn't this is, you know, a, 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 a vast leap. But I think of I think of the first Avengers movie where it ends with them at like shawarma. Right. Spoilers. You're. Um, shawarma planet and they have to get the rings of hummus but it's I, it's refreshing to put these characters in different contexts of something that's unfortunately a reality Um, in this world and is being portrayed as a reflection of our society that she goes through this but it's also like this is not a character that you're going to want to root for at the end I know some people really like the Empire (laughs) and stuff like this, but like her and Carnage, it's not working out for them. It might, and she might turn and stuff like that or whatever, but it is um, I mean, it's it's just a really well done show.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm losing it. Let's talk about um, a very important quote. Imagine I'd cracked under the weight of your neglect.
0: <laughs> um, sometimes people write in, and that just sounds like my mother. Um, man, I gotta figure out the mom's name. She's great. I've never seen her before. I,
1: yeah, we definitely did Mama Rama yeah. too early.
0: Well, she's if we do a Mother's Day episode, I mean, she's a one day one. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, not Bix Colleen no. Edie. Edie Carnage. Yeah. yeah. Being a leader isn't something one just turns on and off. By the time you've remembered to sit up straight, it's too late. You might as well wear a sign that says I promise it That is such a good line. I promise to disappoint you. She's so, I mean it's so good.
1: I want uh E Carnage, Carnage's mom, and Pelimoto to have a podcast together. Just to be a fly on the wall for those two characters to meet and have a little chat.
0: Hmm. I, she's a character in Harry Potter, this actress. And what I I love
1: is I put something out there, and then as my co host, you like engage with it, and it becomes better than it could have been because there's like more than the sum of our parts. That's a big uh, thing that I like about our
0: podcast. Not in two years, not going to be tonight. Um, yeah, two years keep dreaming yeah well I the the crazy thing is the, the, the stuff that's happening at the prison I completely forgot about this like great line about her snooping through his, his stuff
1: and that was the other thing I wanted to talk about
0: mm-hmm. peep
1: guy what's in your private box
0: what's in my private box yep my four hundred one k, because I don't trust just banks. Paper copy, <laughs> paper copy, money. You have it. Um, words of encouragement from my parents over the mm. over the years. Letters, um, salutations. Mm-hmm. Just things to get me through. Yeah. Um. What about you? Legos. <laughs> any <laughs> Any in particular? No.
1: Um. Yeah. Just assortment of of Legos. No minifigures.
0: I did you take a chance? Well, I guess you don't see his bedroom in that episode. He he has action figures. I guess I haven't seen. Yeah, you mentioned
1: that. I need to go back. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna rewatch this whole show like very soon.
0: Mm -hmm. I think you're watching it right now.
1: It's on the background as it always is. There was a time where I'd watch the show, and then I'd watch it again and take notes, and then I would record this podcast. Now. I don't take notes, and I just put it on for my second view. I just have it on in the background while we're recording the podcast.
0: Which is crazy because... Because I've gotten you... so good at this. Yes. <laughs> you're so you're so very, very good at it. Because you, on the pod, you can listen to it like an episode or two ago. You predicted that Vel um, was Mon Mothma's cousin. You predicted it.
1: Sure. That yeah. sounds like something I would say.
0: And if you'd like to fact check us, you can go download that episode two, um, yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. Freaking
1: good luck. Yeah. See if you can even find it. It's the attitude you've been giving us. Um, Lucky we even put these out for you anymore. Shoot. 2023 can't be here soon enough.
0: It is. also. I, what did you think about her being a rich um, heiress? I liked it. Yeah, me too. I thought it was I mean it's,
1: You know, for better or worse, you know, that's part of social movements is people that are, you know, there's always, not always, but, you know, people in the rolling class or, you know, liberal college students or whatever, hopping on, helping out and trying to get stuff done as well. So it was, it's interesting to see, like, that type of rebellion as well. I mean, it's all, like, different shades of upheaval and rebellion and stuff. So I like that they went with that kind of um, character or included you that in also do in such there.
0: a good job of providing multiple inroads to the rebellion you know they did that in the heist of there's this like idealist functional communist rich heiress which we don't even know about at that time mm-hmm. we don't know about cinta and then you know there's the guy that does the betrayal a former stormtrooper current stormtrooper who um you know has his own reasons so it's it, it's doing a bunch of awesome ro- um, world building. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm I, I'm a huge huge fan of. Yeah, for sure. And that's we don't even get to. I guess in Mon, the Mon Mothma stuff. Um, yeah, we her, find this, out that is, We do find out that Chandrilla is a homophobic society because Mon Mothma's. Oh uh, uh,
1: well, or her husband is just homophobic.
0: Yeah, I mean. Her we don't husband, know
1: if he. Is the is the whole of Cinderella, you know.
0: And I mean, you're led to believe that the daughter's a brat and the husband is just the worst. Yeah, um, but the daughter, she, it's it's interesting. I'm curious what her entry point is going to be. Like, what's what's the end goal of it? Because we mm-hmm. we know you know what happens to Mon Mothma, but we really have no idea the connection that the parents and the daughter have.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, is that something they're going to even bother to explore any further? Or, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's awesome. I just we have three episodes left. He presumably has to get out. He presumably has to get out of that prison. Um, but what's happening on Coruscant? What's happening on Ferris? Right. Like we didn't even talk about in terms of um, f- um, in terms of Mira's cruelty. Of, you know, they do that torturing and they're like, you know, leave her, don't torture her anymore, she has to stay alive. But the dad, you know, um, she's willing to, like, let him hang because an overzealous commander's like, it'll show a good, it'll show our force, which it's 100% not going to have that result. If anything, hanging that guy is going to cause the rebellion to grow because of what they did to you know, somebody that people see it probably like in the community
1: oh yeah 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 and then speaking of rebellion stuff also we get we get some mentions now of the same person that Luthan was trying to get Saw Gerrera to team up with and in this mm-hmm. episode we learn that they've kind of basically got that guy on a hook
0: yeah 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 and So and... That,
1: that's I imagine that will become something
0: yeah, it's um, it 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 the the interesting thing is, and I, I I did a little bit of my undergrad research on this. Of rebellions themselves are not just one group. So, for example, um, in Ukraine, there's a bunch of people, and this is like the propaganda that led to Russia invading. But there is this. Um, anti-semitic neo-nazi group that's in ukraine and they did help overthrow the ukrainian government and put Zelensky in but they were a facet of it they were a part of the coalition and then they were like basically tried they were like force eliminated from government because they were like we can't start with like a nazi propaganda group that's how that's how a rebellion is right it's um different we have seen from different shows there's different cells you know there's the cell that ahsoka is creating that we don't know if they're directly connected none of them know bale for example they have not acknowledged that bale is a person and has his own things going on but you work with sagrari you work with this thug of chandrilla um because that's kind of those are the people that all are under the boot of the empire and have to rally. Some do it for altruistic reasons, and some people like Cassie and get paid. Yeah. But I'm I'm excited. I'm it's it'll be bittersweet when we we're wrapping this up in three episodes. Um, no,
1: but I'm gonna. I mean, I'm excited to rewatch. This is like this is a show I'm gonna be revisiting for sure.
0: Because this will be done by Thanksgiving. Like the day yeah, like, of right, Thanksgiving. The day, the day before. yeah, The day before Thanksgiving. I'll be like either on the drive up for Thanksgiving. Or I'll just wake up in the morning, watch it. And then just have on the background listening to it. As I make my drive um, up up south. Oh
1: man. I didn't think about that. When will I watch this finale?
0: Uh, oh, man. I mean, all your family are really into the pods. So I I would assume they would like to. Maybe we can maybe we, they we can live stream.
1: Uh, they won't. Oh, interesting. Because I've this is the first show we've covered on the pod that I wait to watch with Miss Columbo because we're both enjoying it and whatever. Usually I wait watch it like first thing in the morning, but I so I probably won't do that for this. But then yeah, we're gonna be like in traffic for freaking twelve hours that day. Oh, that's gonna be brutal.
0: Um, one thing, though, is uh, you your lack of social media presence would really help with this. But it's also not something hugely discussed. That's true. It is not. It is not. I mean, honestly, I can check the Star Wars Twitter right now. And I you'd think that there would be stuff about the accolades. And I would be I'd be very surprised if there was a lot about the accolade right now. Um. Right now, it's uh, it's all it's all the I don't know if you're aware of this, but all these people on Twitter to troll Elon Musk are um, naming themselves different things. Mm-hmm. So um, this guy uh, named himself Donald Trump deceased and said, <laughs> "I have died badly." Is his tweet, which has two hundred two thousand likes. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, here there there is a. Star Wars, the Star Wars Twitter page posted like an uh, infographic of all the people on this. Yeah,
1: that's what I read right from the beginning of the episode. This is a good podcast.
0: Well, if you say so, because you listen to pod- you pay for podcasts. I, I don't. Do.
1: I do. I and this do. is
0: this is one of them. This is a. Uh... This is not a
1: great uh, this podcast. Sucks.
0: Well, nobody's listening, so you can say what you nobody's really feel. Nobody's listening. Yeah, you nobody's say, listening. Nobody's listening. You can, you can. uh Don't can, tempt me. You can say what you feel. Don't well, even tempt me. I, I'm actually, I'm actually good. Was, was there anything else in your no notes? Nope, nope. I mean, I wrote down
1: like five things. Yeah, I mean, I just like I can't remember the last time I was so excited for like. I mean, honestly, probably season seven of clone Wars, when we knew what that was building up to, but like just finishing an episode and feeling like I can't, it's painful to have to wait to see what happens next.
0: This is also a really good week of content too, because it's this ep- episode 10 comes out, presumably mm-hmm. the prison break or mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be crazy not to be the prison break. The last two episodes be what ha- the aftermath, but whatever. Right um so this you know episode was this episode 10 that's coming out on wednesday Pretty and sure. then and then the um black panther movie is this yep. week, which is going to be a freaking event it's i mean it's, it is it is going to be an event and that's one of those things too of like and or you know if you watch in the morning you watch in the afternoon even if you watch the next day honestly i don't think a lot of people are talking about it which is uh, uh unfortunate but like that I, that is something you have to see i would imagine yeah um which would be pretty cool too so i mean we'll have stuff we're certainly going to have stuff to talk about next week oh. um i have not made a dent in my high republic book oh weird yeah um but i am looking forward to marsha 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 uh making an appearance no oh, yeah yeah well he I shouldn't have who knows who knows well um i'd say our email but nobody's listening so um i will see you josh next week
1: yeah all right we'll see nobody's listening